Feather and Flake. He turned, half afraid of seeing nothing in the light of his carbide lamp. Instead, he faced an infinitude of stars. Come down from your orbit, comrade Korolev. Come down to Earth, that the mere mortal may speak with you. The stars were printed on a sheet of glossy paper, a page. A hand turned the page to a cutaway diagram of a tapered cylinder, like a plump bullet. Inside its shell flowed rivers of arrows. At that moment, more clearly even than he remembered his own name, Sergei Korolev remembered another's. Shelkovsky, he said. Your memory is excellent, comrade Korolev. The man who had held the open book before Korolev's face reversed it and examined it himself. He wore a full-dress officer's uniform, and two soldiers flanked him. Exploration of Cosmic Space with Reactive Devices by Konstantin Chilkovsky, published 1903. And did the Tsar recognize his genius? Ha! <laughs> if not for the workers' revolution, he would have died of old age, still wiping the snot of schoolboys in Kaluga. He sighed. How often we visionaries labor without recognition, without thanks. It is the same, citizen general. I am sad for you. The officer snapped the book shut one-handed. In the dim light of Korolev's helmet gleamed the brim of the officer's cap, the golden eagle's wings, and the rifle barrels of the soldiers on each side. You flatter me, Korolev. I am only an engineer like yourself. And henceforth, you may call me Comrade Shandarin as you would have before your crimes were exposed and punished. He surveyed the meager rubble beneath Korolev's feet. Your service here is done. From today you serve the motherland in other ways. You'll join me in my work. Korolev was not attentive. Just as the mere sight of food could flood his mouth with saliva and his stomach with growling, raging juices, the glimpse of Chukovsky's diagrams had released a torrent of Images, facts, numerals, terms, all familiar and yet deliciously new. Apogee and perigee, trajectory and throttle, elevation and azimuth, velocities and propellants and thrust. He was trying to savor all this, and this man Shandarin was distracting him. And what work is that, comrade? Shandarin laughed a series of sharp detonations in the tunnel. <laughs> Why, what a question! The work your motherland trained you to do, of course. Do you think your skills as a gold miner are in demand? He reached into his brass-buttoned coat, and one part of Korolev, eternally cold in his thin and tattered parka, noted how the coat retained the smooth, unwrinkled drape of great comfort and thickness and weight, and pulled out a folded sheaf of papers that he handed to Korolev. That sheaf problem he said as Korolev exulted in the glorious feel of paper. Is distance, of course. The German rockets have a range of hundreds of kilometers. But are thousands of kilometers possible? Not all the motherland's enemies are her neighbors. The V-2 achieves altitudes greater than 80 kilometers, more than 16 times the height of your GERD-X. Our new rockets must fly even higher than the Germans. Korolev leafed through the papers. His blisters smeared the charts and graphs no matter how much care he took. Shandarin continued. So, 
our rockets must somehow better this German's 25,000 kilograms of thrust, and by a wide margin at that. This requires drastic innovations in metallurgy or design, if not both. Comrade, are you listening? Kordelev had turned one of the charts on its side, so that the rocket's arc swept not from right to left, but upward in a languid, powerful semicircle, as if bound for... His thumb left a red star in its path. I am listening, Korolev said, and so is everyone else. He was aware of fewer noises, fewer motions from the other miners, and some of the Institute's concern for security had returned to him, along with an echo of his voice of command. In my day, Korolev continued, such talk was classified. Shanderin shrugged, grinned. I am speaking only to you, comrade, he said. He inclined his head backward toward the soldiers and said, We may speak freely before Cretans. Then he flicked a gloved finger.